Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Captain Sir Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, noticed that you've been honoured there in uh, New Year's Honours List, despite your extremely outspoken views about the royal family. Uh, I'm yep. surprised that they got round to honouring you. Yeah, Captain Sir Andy Dawson. Now, I think it was the outspoken nature that got me on there. I think they right. wanted to try and tame me by bringing me in. Into oh, the, yeah. They, they, they the, wanted me in the tent pissing out yes. rather than outside the tent pissing in. I and, think we uh, need to bring him in to the circle of trust, Philip. Yeah. He's a little, he's a trumped up little northern asshole. Gobshite. <laughs> but let's make him our little trumped up northern asshole. Yeah, yeah I, I see what you mean. It's, I've fallen for it. Have you seen like the latest? We did um, with, like we did with Elton John. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> Have you seen the latest fucking scandal, if you want to use the, that word, about the crown? Where um, some oh. the Tory culture secretary has said that they should be um, flagging up the fact that it's a drama uh, because fucking not everything hell. in it is is true. Um, fucking! Uh, not only are these fucking um, paedophile enabling freeloaders getting their own drama series, they're not even fucking interested enough to be factual about. They have to make it's, stuff up about the cunts. Mate, I was infuriated by this program beyond what what you had even prepared me for because I, I haven't thought, even seen okay, it I haven't seen what, it right do you know I know you haven't seen it but you said instinctively look this is a, a, a program about cunts for cunts by cunts you didn't yeah. use that phrase but I got that was the vibe yeah. and you're right and the fact that people are fucking if you're into the crown it's like fuck's sake get a fucking grip on yourself it's like, a, it, for a start, right, People, there are people going around going, oh, yeah, but uh, even if you're not into the royals, it's really well made. Do you know what? Yeah, it's got great cinematography because they've flown all around the world <laughs> fucking filming things, like, beautifully, right? But mm. if that's what you're into, fucking watch Planet Earth with Attenborough. Watch well, Attenborough and his, and his ants. If, yeah. If it's pretty pictures you're after, it's insulting to our intentions. Firstly, it is a fucking... Really synthetic retelling of British history, right? Which is just kind of a superficial skirt across the things that happened. At every point, sort of 
for some reason, making us look at it through the least relevant, uh, the, the, from the perspective of the least relevant fucking people in the country, yeah. the royals, right? You're sp- it's supposed to elicit sympathy with the Queen because she feels the pain when national disasters happen. A, probably not true. B, <laughs> even if it is true, why am I supposed to give a fuck about that? Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's basically Dynasty. But Dynasty was fucking great, right? Because yeah. it was mad and Joan Collins was in it and yeah. there was bitch fighting and shoulder pads and it was sort of less insulting to our intelligence because they were sort of saying from the beginning, look, right, this is Dynasty. It's mm. fucking mad. It's mm. just lu- it's a ludicrous programme about a ludicrous bunch of rich cunts, right? Just yeah. fucking drink it in. You're not supposed mm. to take it seriously, Right. Dallas, ditto Dallas. This is like, this is actually great socio-political history. It's not. It's fucking, it's insulting to all of us, right? It's dynasty it's with pathetic. actual cunts in it. Yeah, it's just, it's about actual cunts who are really tedious, like dreary, tedious cunts. Well, exactly, right? yeah. If they, if they have to make stories up about what's happened, they can't make it all about what's really happened. But then. people are going, I think, I can't believe it. Like, apparently, there's people saying... Well, well, I mean, there, there is not a more Lampard audience out there. Well, apparently, the Queen was... De- it's fractally inaccurate. That is not what the Queen wears for the trooping of the colour. <laughs> Do I look like I give a fuck what the Queen wears for the trooping of colour, whatever the fuck that is? And we all fucking lost our collective minds. It's like all these cunts who go on and on when the Queen wears a certain brooch for a certain occasion and she says that she's sending out a message through the brooches she wears. Like when Donald Trump came, she wore one. I can't remember what it was next. It's so dull. Fucking brooch Fuck coach. off. No, she's not. Okay. It, well, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. The point is, right, if you're a fucking adult, right, you're not literally a tiny child who's obsessed with watching Disney films, right? Why do you give a fuck about any of this shit, right? Mm. You should, uh, at best, you should be fucking indifferent Right. Yeah. Well, you should either be indifferent just to fucking like maintain your own sanity, yeah. or we should all be fucking storming the palace gates. Yeah. It's like I what mean, Maradona said to the Pope, isn't it? Oh, we're worried about child poverty, and he goes to him, "Well, sell your fucking ceiling, sell then, your mate." Ceiling, then you cunt. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> exactly, a, bit, everyone, yeah. Like, a few people on Twitter. You know, you fucking. I'll go. Oh, what's the Aberfan episode, right? Which is about the Aberfan tragedy yeah. in the sixties, right? Fucking whole school gets covered in a slag heap and all the kids die, right? Mm-hmm. I found it so insulting that we were made to see that tragedy, right, through the eyes of the fucking Queen of England, as mm-hmm. if that was the relevant story to be told, right? It is a tragedy, and we were supposed to see her emotion about it and how it affected her and how it affected Harold Wilson, the Prime Minister, right? This is a fucking tragedy. It is of no relevance whatsoever what the Queen... And people are like, oh, yeah, but it was quite critical of her because she didn't turn up. Whether she turned up or didn't turn up is not the fucking point. No one gives a fuck. At least you shouldn't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? It's not didn't, the fucking relevant issue. Didn't didn't ITV make a highly acclaimed drama about Abavan a few years ago? So, you know, that's Tonight. kind of the final word on it, I think. If you're going to make a dramatisation of it, don't want to see it through the fucking Queen's eyes. I mean, oh, it would be yeah. like making something about... It reminded me of Grenfell Tower, 
right? Mm. Um, Abba fan. And like, it would be like, we're going to do a dramatization of Grenfell, but mm. rather than show the, uh, it from the perspective of the community, the victims, their families, and examine the injustices and the corruption that led to the deaths of these people, we're going to show, wouldn't it be great to make a program where we saw the Queen's perspective on it? Yeah. And we'll open with a beautiful skyline shot of England and she's having her tea and toast and she looks out the fucking window of Buckingham Palace and she's a cloud of smoke in the fucking distance. She goes, what's that, Philip? <laughs> right? And he goes, yeah, the fucking tower blocks burnt down. <laughs> Because we fucking, some of our pals fucking covered it in flammable, toxic plastic. <laughs> and a single tear rolls down yeah. Olivia Coleman's <laughs> cheek. And we all go, oh, she's so dignified. Fucking grow up, right? Grow some fucking bollocks. Absolutely unreal. You're insulting everyone, not least yourself, by go fucking watch engaging something else. with There's this shit. There's lots of other stuff to watch. Go on, go on all four and watch GBH. The thing with yeah. uh, Robert Lindsay and Michael Palin by Alan Blaisdell. Go and watch that. That's brilliant. That's yeah. and I tell you nine what hours else of your well, time. Right? Watch that instead. Fucking do yourself a favour and listen to the people who grin themselves to death by the house markets, yeah. right? And while taking a long, hard look at yourself in the fucking mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good recommendation. I don't know how we got on. Oh, yeah, because I've been uh, Captain It's been Sir, driving me mad. Captain I Sir can't Tom. believe I was tricked into watching it. But anyway, go on. I mean, that's it, yeah. I, I would watch it if there were bitch fights between the Queen and Princess Margaret. I'd, I'll say oh. that much. Make I'd it more that. like Dynasty. Yeah. Has there ever been a better opening sequence to a television programme than Dallas? No, there hasn't, has there? Of course there hasn't. This is the other thing as well. Princess Margaret always gets cast as being the rebel royal and all this sort of thing because she hung Give around with celebrities. She's a fucking alcoholic. Well, I watched I watched um I watched a couple of documentaries about her that were on recently. One BBC, one Channel Five. You know, for for variety and comparison purposes, I watched them and I thought she seems fucking horrible. Mm. She seems really fucking shallow and facile, and again, mm. just a sponger. Mm. Contributed mm. fuck all. Didn't even make an effort. D- didn't even try to be a royal. Just kept going on fucking holiday all the time. Yeah. Oh, she's the rebel royal. Who's paying for it? Us. Fuck off. I know, don't expect me to fucking laugh, right? Don't expect me to engage in it. Don't expect me to go, wow, God, what a rebel war. She's the black sheep of the family. That's a fucking insult to me. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm paying for her to have this fucking lifestyle. You bunch of fucking racist nonces. People say that the the royals help contribute towards tourism in the UK, but I'll tell you what, if they just all fucked off to... They, they can all fuck off to the, the desert island of their choice and live out their days there. But are more people going to come and have a look round Buckingham Palace at 25 quid a shot? Of course, of course they, they are. Well. They're fucking tears right. that go through the roof if they You know what off. I say to that, right? Fucking Julius Caesar isn't around much anymore, right? But they're still fucking turning up to Rome, aren't they? Yeah. Going to look at the Colosseum, the cunt. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, so there we know, are. Walt Disney's dead, but people still go to America. <laughs> He's parked. <laughs> That's mainly for the frozen lemonade, though. That's lovely, the frozen <laughs> lemonade. Um, life logistics. Here we mm. are. We were just briefly talking about our own personal life logistics before we started, and we'll pass this on. A lot of people are working from home at the moment, and I think what mm. we need to say is do not be afraid to go to sleep at any point during your day if you're working mm. from home. You you had a big sleep yesterday when we had no episodes. Big to do. sleep. Uh, I had a bonus well, we, sleep this morning after I dropped the kid yeah. off at school because I just didn't feel I'd had enough. 
So I topped it up. Fucking do that. Yeah, this time of year as well, I don't know about you, but you wake up and it's still pitch black. Mm. You're waking up to get the kids ready for school and that, and it's like you don't ever feel fully rested at this time of year. You're not getting enough vitamin D. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking taking supplements, mate, and everyone should be. Me too. Vitamin D, get it down here. It's good for fighting COVID. And you're not getting enough sunlight, and sometimes you just got to, like, think fuck this I'm going to get under the covers and I'm going to grab half an hour oh, or in my it. case an hour oh. which I know is against the Andy Dawson um, nap Ca- methodology Captain Sir Andy Dawson it is actually the, the, the <laughs> Captain Sir Andy Dawson inventor <laughs> of the nap <laughs> <laughs> I'm not claiming to have invented it of course no naps it did was, exist before it, Dawson's time well it was invented it was by Dawson, Sir John Knapp it was Dawson who was said to professionalise it and apply scientific, rational thought yeah, I, to I it. I just redefined it, that's all, for a modern mm. era. That's all yeah. I did. Brought it into the modern sense, day. It? So that's our first tip today. Get Just mm. fucking have a sleep whenever you feel like it. Don't worry about it. Do it now. Do it now. Um, Pause this podcast, have a nap, come back, finish it later. Yeah, I've, I've been blighted by insomnia a little bit recently for the first time oh, in no. my life. Mm. Just not being able to get the sleep of a night. It's probably because I'm having a nap during the day. But, that could be it, yeah. But I need the nap during the day, otherwise I can't. I can't function. So what do I do? Mm. So um, I'm now. Someone said to the other day, my, my my mate suffers from such bad insomnia that it mm. like well, it's a vicious circle. People all know it. He, he you know he gets he he suffers from anxiety. And as a result, that is the cause. At least he knows what the cause is. A lot of people don't. But with him, it's that because his brain will be buzzing too much. And then he doesn't sleep. But then what that does is that fuels more anxiety because he's convinced. Mm. He's, he lies there thinking, I'm going to be in an awful state tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Because you always feel a bit... That's the main thing. I mean, your mental health suffers a lot if you're tired. And that's the main reason, not just physically. It's really good to have a... But then he's like there. He, he said... You know, he convinces himself. I've had serious conversations with him where I know he's not had enough sleep, so he's not thinking straight, where he's seriously thinking that he might die if he doesn't sleep, which is not true uh, because I researched it once because I suffered from insomnia once in my life um, for a period about nine years ago, and I did a lot of research at the time because I think I went three nights solid with no sleep, Mm. and I thought, I wonder if I'll die. But I found out you could do a week. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because do you not remember? Do you not remember Touch the Truck on Channel Five? Uh, they they yeah, were going without sleep, weren't that? they? I never watched it. it I was, remember it. It. Was, it was a thing where they had to touch a truck, and the last one to not touch the truck uh, won the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could say a million quid. A I don't know. It might trap. have been. It might have been a million a quid. Trap? I can't remember. But it was a million quid truck. It might have been a diamond encrusted truck. I'm not sure. Was it like? A, was it like one of the trucks out of Convoy? Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't. No, okay. no, it was, it was a, what do they call it? A Hummer? Do they call them a Hummer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're I've good. Just had, I've just had an email. This is a, this is a niche email I'm going to read out. I've just had an email from Scritty Politti, and they wow. are doing a tour to commemorate the 35th anniversary of their fantastic album, Cupid and Psych 85. So there we go. Oh, and they're coming to Gateshead as well. There Lovely. you go. Tickets on sale Friday. Uh, that's September next year. All Get the live in. shows going to be back. We'll be back yeah. on the road, won't we, next year? I'll be down the front row on that one, so come along and see yeah, me no, and say hello. Captain Sir Andy. Also, 
Get a selfie also, with Captain yeah, and he'll be dressed in his full naval regalia. Yes, in I his will. admiral outfit. Yeah, or captain outfit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be doing live shows next year, I imagine, out well, on the road. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to get that sorted out. It might be. I, we'll see how it goes. I think they're quite hard to book at the minute because everyone's kind of got them booked in. So it might be early 2022 by the time we get it round to it. But don't worry, we'll find we'll, somewhere. Um, even if we have to do a deal with fucking Premier Inn and do them in a series of somewhere. conference rooms at yeah. various Premier Inns around <laughs> the country, we'll call it the Premier Inn Tour. They'll yeah. sponsor us. They get loads of publicity for it. Everyone wins. And we'll go if you want VIP. We'll have tiered tickets. If you want VIP tickets, they include a stayover where we hang out in the bar. Yeah. Right. And have and have like a buffet for meal. Forty minutes. Yes, for forty minutes. If you want top, it's called double diamond platinum level. Mm. You get to share a room with us. But those better? tickets cost ten thousand pounds. It's yeah. very much like the budget version of indecent proposal. <laughs> someone someone might approach me in the bar. Uh, like a, a swarthy businessman and go, mm. I like your co-host. And I'll go, yeah, Andy, he's a great guy. How much to sleep with him? What? How much to sleep <laughs> with Andy, your co-host? No, sorry, get out. I've got serious money here. We're talking, well, what do you mean, serious money? Serious, we make a lot of money, thank you very much. I'm saying £10,000 deposited in your bank account tonight, Sam. <laughs> just for one night with Andy. Ten grand? Yeah. All right, you got a deal, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> no funny stuff. It's fine. I've actually got I, I can get a um I can get a key card like from mm. reception, no problem. I know his room number and they'll they know that we're co hosts, so he'll they'll give me a key card, no problem, and I'll just yeah. give it to you. Yeah. Jalapeno. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. Um, here's a tip as well about Premier Inn. If you're going to Wembley to watch your team play um, and you want to get uh, access to non-Wembley booze prices before you go in, go on eBay, buy yourself a Premier Inn key card and you'll be able to get into Premier Inn across the road from the, across the, road from the, the stadium uh, and use the bar facilities. Apparently. Fucking hell. I thought you were going to say just book a cheap room at Premier Inn, but no. Just get yourself a fucking key card. Well, when, Although, getting a room's not a bad idea if you can get it cheap because then you get parking and the bar. And even if you're not staying night, you can just go and have a lovely lie down after well, the we game. Well, we did. We, we When Sunderland played in the 
Czech trade trophy final a couple of years ago. I managed to book that hotel. It's just across the road from Wembley. I think I remember that. So yeah. obviously we were drinking in there before we went into the stadium. We went into the stadium fifteen minutes before kickoff. We didn't do any of that fucking yeah. pissing about outside and everything, mincing about yeah. up and down Wembley. We were just hard at it in the bar. Um, and yeah, to get in afterwards, you had to show your key card. Otherwise, anyone could have just strolled in. So mm. it was residents only. So if you get, you can get key cards off eBay, but you've got to make sure you've got the latest one, the correct one. Because if you if you go with the one from 2002, you're going to look like a fool and get turned away. But, uh, my yeah, mate did that with. I, I thought it was quite bad because my mate uh, who had a um, I don't want to expose her, but she she was. Well, you've a, already narrowed it down to 50 percent of the population. Yeah, it was a it was a woman. And she, which a woman, a mother, which makes this all the more shocking, in my opinion. Mm. But she ran um, a small business and their local coffee shop, which is part of a chain. All right, I'll tell you, it's Cafe Nero, right? Okay. And they have the loyalty card, right, with mm. the stamps. She went on eBay and bought a stamp, yeah? And then she got a load of cards. And she just... Stamp, 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 and what she did was to stop them being suspicious, like, fucking hell, this woman's coming in here every day with another loyalty card. How's she mm. doing it? So what she did was she had, it was her business around the corner, and she had, like, sort of, say, five rotating members of staff. So she'd mm. send a mem- She had a schedule for going to get a free coffee every day, different... Mm different person went in every day and I don't know I mean I've got no loyalty to Sir John Cafe Nero mm. I'd have had a real problem with it if it was an independent coffee shop yeah but nevertheless I just don't know I mean listen mate I'm fucking right behind your Premier Inn idea because fuck, fuck them right well at um, the end of the day they're getting they're getting money in the till aren't they so you know just yeah, get, exactly. it's just a couple of extra exactly. people through the door not everyone's going to be you, but I've, uh, to me I've had it up to here with Premier in thinking that they're better than the rest of us. This elitism, it's one rule for them, one rule for the rest of the country, right? I've yeah. just had it up to here. So, I mean, they're like the Royals, and I'm like, fuck you, Premier in. You've had mm. it on your own terms for too long, right? Mm. Time for some payback. Okay, right, fine. I might go on eBay now and buy up all the Premier in cards before I put this episode anyway. out. And then sell we might do a tour a of Premier Inns. And if Premier Inns don't want to do it, fine, we'll do a fucking Travelodge tour. I'll see if I can get us a support slot on the Scritty Politi tour, if you like. Oh, yeah. That'll Try be good. That, mate. We're going to do half an hour before Scritty Politi come on. Yeah, warm up the crowd. Do yeah. a bit of singing. <laughs> what a dinosaur. We've had some um, really good um, logistics this week. Have we? Yeah, <laughs> I can see them. Kieran Phillips, the Leeds United midfielder. Yes, um, of course. No, uh, I think that's his name. And now this guy's England called Kieran yeah. Phillip. Kieran Phillip. Mm-hmm. With current COVID restrictions, where's mm-hmm. the best place to take a girl I'm talking to online on a date? Oh. I'm 23 and she's 19. Oh my god, we've been speaking for a month. And <laughs> that's not I as bad as it seems. That's not as bad as it seems from a f- mid 40s perspective. I know. That's no, fine. Well, I, well, the reason fine. I said oh my god was that I, <laughs> I just think it's funny that Kieran has come to us for dating <laughs> advice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 23 year old Kieran, you're in the prime of your life, mate. You know what to do. Just follow your instincts. Don't follow ours. You're taking a hot 19-year-old internet lady mm-hmm. on a date, right? 
we don't know what you kids like, right? Mm. I mean, me and Andy would go, I don't know, take her to a Premier Inn, get yourself a hooky card off of eBay, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the sort of women that we would date, they'd be impressed by that. Look at this, right? See the prices in here, right? They're concessions for the guests, like, I'm not a fucking guest. I bought this off of eBay for 10 quid. Watch this. What are you having? <laughs> I've got the t- what, what do you get caught? Is it? No problem. Watch this, you cunt. Right. Oh, Brahman, over here. It's a little tip I got from a couple of middle-aged men on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our life logistics for that, I mean, Kieran, is just basically don't ask us for... Don't ask us. Well, it's got to be outdoors, hasn't it? That's the rules at the minute. I suppose it depends which tea you're in. It's it's kind of... I mean, I'm tier three, which means you can't go anywhere. But um, I've got a beach near me. Going to a beach is nice for a nice stroll, I suppose. Uh, you can... A park, something like that. When you I was can't a youngster, the woods. If, if I... Yeah, if I draw the a line. girl on a date when mm. I was um, young... Uh, and it was the daytime, which was rare, but occasionally you'd go, we? I'd try to usually take her to uh, a park, some parkland. Yeah, some scrubland. <laughs> uh, uh, there's some nice scrubland near me, if you fancy it. <laughs> or, or This used to a be bra- a clothes factory till they pulled it down. <laughs> See the outline of it just over there? It's uh, mostly concrete now. <laughs> I think there's been a couple of planning applications for a, for a KFC, but they haven't gone through as such as yet. <laughs> Research yeah, your scrubland, bra- is what I'm saying. Or brownfield sites. There's a lot of yeah. brownfield sites yeah. around the UK, yeah. which, again, because of just m- mad red tape, property developers mm. have not been allowed to exploit. But what that means is they are um, they're, they're sort of neutral ground that are yeah. fi- quite good for COVID era dating. It makes a good site. conversation point as well. You could discuss what you would build on that yeah. on that brownfield site yourselves. Do you know what I mean? Fancy yeah, brownfield. Exactly right. Everyone's Fancy interested brownfield. in in development and the rights and wrongs of it, property development, and yeah. very often that will get you onto the topic of immigration. Yeah, which I think is a great conversation mm-hmm. on a date, on a first date, mm-hmm. is uh, what are your views on immigration? Like, uh-huh. I mean, you know, my attitude is I welcome any cunt, but there's already so much space mm-hmm. in this country and we are close to being full. So for me, a point system makes sense, <laughs> like they do in Australia. Yeah, you can you can find a lot about someone from a conversation like that, can't you? Decide if you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. Site. We're not allowed to build on it, right? So how can we be taking these refugees, or they claim to be refugees, into this country, right? When there's brownfield sites sitting idle, like there's this just one. no housing. There's not enough housing. But then I'm not blaming the immigrants. It's all to do with the red tape and the local council and all that. Plus, you've got the local the local residents who often mount campaigns against prospective, you know, development. So it's a very, very complicated thing. <laughs> anyway, do you want a sip of my drink? It's, it's, Always it's, offer if you bring some cans. That's mm. fine. Um, bring some cans, but do offer her a sip. 
Don't mm. just hog them. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not I saying would... you'd split them half and half, all of yeah. the cans. Yeah. But at least offer a sum. Depends if you're driving as well, doesn't it? I, I would suggest, I would suggest sitting on a wall and having a bag of chips. That seems like a nice mm. date. But I mean, when you're 23 and 19, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe she's looking for more. You know, a lot of them are into more macrobiotic diets. The youngsters, so are they? yeah, they might not even. Oh, you know what Len asked for for his birthday, which was last week. Talking of chips, yeah. he asked for and received a deep fat fryer. That boy's going to go far. I've said it before. I'm saying it again. He spotted this deep fat fryer whilst we were looking on the John Lewis website about seven months ago, right? And he was like, what is that? Because it That's looked quite cool. Me. It's quite compact and space age looking. And I went, deep fat mm. fryer, mate. And I explained to him what they were. And he was like, oh, my God. And on mm. the website, they had pictures of donuts and chips and all of his other favourite foods. And so he said, that's going on my birthday list. I went, your birthday's not till November, mate. You'll have changed your mind by then. And almost to be stubborn, he mentioned his deep fat fryer on a daily basis for like seven months. So it got to like a couple of weeks for his birthday and me and my wife had to sit down and just face the fact, look, this is what he wants and he's not going to budge from it. He doesn't get it. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be mayhem. So we fucking got it. It's a T-Fowl, I think it's called T-Fowl Easy Cook. It's 50 right. quid, which yeah. is not bad. I think I've mentioned it to you before because it's got a window so you can observe oh. your chips as they cook. Yeah. And um, I used it for chip night, or which, as you know, is Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And usually we have oven chips, but I made fresh chips and I double fried them. There's a Canadian guy on YouTube. You know, we went for a phase of being really into middle-aged men on YouTube. Yeah. Um, well, this guy's fucking great. You see a fierce, it's called, but it's forever, it, isn't it? It's called something like Tom's Kitchen or something like that. It's someone's kitchen. He's just some old bloke, and he's like telling you how to make really nice chips. So me and Len followed that, and they were fucking amazing. Were they? Um, so, yeah, that, that made his day. He went fucking mad. He got that and the board game of the wall and Fuck. was just like absolutely delighted. And how does the wall board game play? Because I still haven't played mine yet. It's quite complicated. It basically, it basically, it plays well, but there's mm. quite a lot of fiddling about. So playing it took a while. Right. Quite a lot of sums to but, do. Yeah, that's good, I suppose. You don't want it to go too quickly, do you? But is You've it got a to bit... keep changing, because there's a thing at the bottom, because obviously one of the key parts of the game is it changes between round one, two, and three, the amount yeah. of sums of money at the bottom. Ah, so you've got to keep So you've got cards, cards, and you just right. have to remove them. But yeah. other than that, I mean, it basically follows the rules of the game. And what was really fun was was that we both did Danny Dyer impressions throughout while we were <laughs> asking each other questions. So I, that's that's an extra bit of fun. You don't have to do that. It doesn't say it in the rules, no, but obviously no. you, that, you do no, it. No yeah. point otherwise, is there? Does Do the balls change colour? No, green and red. No, no, you just have to remember. So if you get a question wrong, you just have to go, oh, look at them. We don't like them horrible red balls. They're the balls we don't like. They're mugs. Um, So you just have to remember that, basically, yeah. Right. Oh, well. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Um, Well, I've got it. I still haven't convinced anyone else else in the household to play it with me, not even the dog. Fresh-cut chips from a deep-fat fryer unbelievable yeah. double fried you fry them for 170 for like seven minutes then yeah. you take them out you let them dry for a little bit and mm-hmm. you turn up the heat to 190 
Right. Then you put them back in for a further, I can't remember, six minutes. Right. Then they're double cooked. When they come out, unbelievable. Out of this world chips. Yeah. I wonder if that works on an air fryer as well, because that's what I do my chips in. I know. Give that a try. The thing is, I mean, it is bad, because then on Saturday I did, like, tempura. I basically battered a Mm. load of fucking vegetables and fried them, trying to make out to my missus that it was a healthier option. But, you know... (laughs) You did by it. fucking anything. And this was worse because I put it in batter. Right. <laughs> Double trouble. So it's you, you have to, I mean, we've had to say, right, just once a week. Because yeah. if not, you just got it out. You're cooking non-stop in it. Because it, j- just the practicalities of it, when you heat fat to those temperatures, and you can put anything in there and it cooks. It's quicker than a microwave, mate. Mm. It's in you just, and you put it in the basket and the fat, you think, I'm not sure that fat's hot yet, right? Because mm. it doesn't, it's not bubbling or anything. Mm. And the most satisfying thing is you put your victims, whether they be chopped up potato or battered yeah. vegetable, or, or in your in your um, what do you call it? Your your mesh cradle, yeah, <laughs> cradle right? of joy. <laughs> and then you slowly lower it down, like <laughs> like Han Solo being lowered into that carbon freezing device, <laughs> yeah. right? And you always say, like in that famous scene, I say to the chips, I love you. And then they say back to me, I know. <laughs> and then I, and then I but you, as, as the, the, the mesh, the mesh cradle touches the fat, mm. the fat goes mad like a shark's feeding frenzy. <laughs> like it reacts oh, to something put in it and it goes fucking mad. It starts swirling and bubbling and spitting and the chips mm. just get down there like, like they're being cremated. Mm. Death, die, potato. They come out moments later, beautiful. Reborn. Yeah, like Jesus. You can put anything in there. I mean, in pubs, I mean, we'll have listeners who've worked in kitchens in pubs. And in pubs, famously, they just, because they realise it's the quickest, most effective way to cook anything, you just, you have the deep fat fire on the whole day. And literally, if you have a breakfast in a pub, right, they'll have deep fried Mm. the sausages and bacon and maybe even the eggs. Fuck. Really? Because it's just a, you just lower it in, Jesus. and then it comes out moments later. It's all cooked and it tastes extra delicious. So it, you serve it, and people go, "Oh, that's really tasty. It's particularly tasty that sausage." And the fucking chef's Fr- thinking, yeah, "Yeah, of course it is. You can't. I just deep fried it. I did it the most unhealthy way I could, but it's the quickest. So fucking yeah, it fucking tastes delicious when you deep fry the cunt, you daft bastard. <laughs> oh, are these sausages organic? Yeah, that's right. Organic. That's why they taste so nice. Organic from fucking Morrison's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's dangerous because when you realize the speed, the practicality mm. plus, plus the, the deliciousness, yeah, you yeah. put those things together and you only want to deep fry shit. So it's actually a dangerous thing to have in your home. And your cholesterol's through the fucking roof, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's it. We've got one query dealt with this week. Um, mm. But we've covered lots of other areas, so I think it's shame really though because positive. there's a lot of good queries. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll hold them back. We've got plenty more. I, got, you know, if, if any of these this. are urgent, mark them urgent. If you haven't marked them urgent, then we'll get rid of them in fucking February or something. That's your problem. No. Um, Probably a conversation for a fair, but could we all offer a bespoke direct life logistics for a premium fee? Ten thousand pound. If you ten thousand pounds, you you and you've got. You want to look us in the eye. You can meet us at a premiere in of your choice, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be in the UK. COVID restrictions, you know, applying, of course. Apply. And we will meet you face-to-face and discuss it with you. 
yep. in a room for 40 minutes. Yeah, no longer. 10 grand. 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Oh.